Welcome back to another episode of A Journey Through Art. So today we're going to talk about instrumental music. Uh, if you have not heard the first episode where we introduced the whole series that we came up with, uh, we talked about a movie called Hacksaw Ridge. So quickly check it out. It's a few scrolls back on your phone. So listen to that and then come here. There's no much. There's not a connection or anything, but you just have a introduction to what the series is about. So. Today we're going to talk about instrumental music, and we chose instrumental music because it's not that widely popular, let's say. And I mean, when I say this, I'm not considering dubsteps and everything. So if I mean that is also instrumental music, but then I'm we're going a bit more classic and acoustic, and that's what our state of mind is. So instrumental music initially began with the development of percussion instruments and crude horns. So string instruments came later, which I didn't know personally. Pranav, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't even know that. They just uh, that's that's a new fact to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's interesting. Uh, but then, as as I said before, electronic music is a whole a twentieth century development where that involves uh, reproduction of traditional performance mediums through electronic means. So. all of this brand new i mean electronic music we know but then uh, the fact that it was earlier just percussion instruments and then string came stringed in instruments and all of that is pretty new to us so that's why we we loved exploring this while we were preparing for this episode and so because we are indians we know all those legends like pandit ravi shankar zakir hussain bismillah khan hari prasad chaurasia and all the greats and legends in this domain So as Indians we are all familiar with instrumental music because either uh, it's played early in the morning in our homes while uh, prayer is happening or uh, as yoga and meditation is famous in India so that's where you also use instrumental music to calm yourself down or i guess the most famous example which i don't want to use here it cuz it kind of demeans instrumental music is that it's played in restaurants right so when you go there it's an ambient music so it kind of, i feel it kind of diminishes the value of instrumental music but it's still fun so you could have said you could have said weddings the chennai yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that works too so <laughs> weddings too so so what's your story like i guess you you have like you have been a fan of like mozart's work and stuff right yeah yeah uh I mean, I I just started listening it like that. Uh, like Mozart really has been like I was just listening to a, a tune uh, and just some meme on Facebook, and then I just came across that tune, and then my friend introduced me to the whole of the uh, playlist uh, by Mozart, and that really was amazing. I I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, they're legends of their own time. So there's an interesting fact that I came across uh, during the research for this episode that during the Renaissance there was more music that was composed for voices than there was for instruments, and uh, in fact there was no instrumental music before 1500s, and uh, then wow. uh, comes yeah that that's uh, really shocking, and then comes Beethoven into the scene in some uh, 18th century, and then he just co- completely changes the scene. and uh, people are just listening to instrumental then it really becomes famous then then the merry artists like uh, beethoven and uh, mozart uh, also came it was uh, 1756 that he was born and uh, chopin was also another artist that i can uh, recall of he again comes in the 18th century yeah so these are the legends 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I believe there's like an overlap of the time where Beethoven and Mozart existed. So like, just imagine if those greats came together in one place. Like, I guess if you guys are familiar with it, then uh, a kind of thing like this uh, happens in the movie Midnight in Paris, where, but that's about like Hemingway and F. Scott Fitzgerald and all of that. I'm just giving a reference because like, just think about it. How awesome would it be? Like, Mozart and Beethoven in one place and uh, yeah like a collaboration maybe <laughs> that'll be pretty awesome <laughs> that'll be pretty awesome another interesting fact about Beethoven was that uh, during his uh, late years he actually was deaf he became completely deaf so yeah i mean that's pretty awesome like how ca- can you imagine the fact that i guess he was partially deaf before since uh, like i guess 28 or something and then he became completely deaf and it's it's just mind blowing how still like his music is like legendary yeah that was that was his uh, uh, it was uh, i guess he was 44 when he was completely deaf and till then he had gained so much experience about music that he didn't even feel the need to listen to it because uh, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah so we have shravan with us today shravan is a multi instrumentalist that is, he can play the kalimba, the ukulele, and of course, the claim to his fame, guitar. He's been featured in the Rolling Stones magazine under the RS Daily Music column. And he's also been featured in Radio City, India, where his song was played. And multiple magazines and interviews. So, he's a famous guy. <laughs> and we're glad we have him with us today. So, the main reason why we feel his music is special is because it's instrumental it is not music with lyrics and that is what shines out or stuck him out of the crowd is that instrumental music in india is not that famous nowadays apart from if it's like dubstep as we have said before so a guy doing acoustic music that is instrumental is pretty awesome and yeah so thanks shravan thanks for being here thanks for having me and it's the first time uh, I'm being a guest in a podcast. Kind of feels different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a side story for that is that Shravan is also the founding members and co-host of the Decaf show. You can search the Decaf show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on multiple platforms. And just check out their stuff. They, they come up with absolutely brilliant episodes weekly and yeah just amazing guest episodes too thank you so much for the very sweet introduction pages so yeah so shravan is actually a friend so it is we are, we are try we'll try not to be too formal with you <laughs> so uh yeah so tell us how you started and how everything came and like how did ebb and flow your first original come to the world yeah it all started uh, back when i was in eighth grade uh, my English teacher, he was also our class teacher, and he got his guitar for us first class. We were all surprised because I didn't know how a guitar would look like at that time. I had no idea about music when I was an eight. So he played a few songs which we all know, like Papa Kepe Hands, you know, common songs, and it yeah. really sounded great. So we like uh, almost five of us were like oh my god that's so good we have to get it and we went up to the teacher he was very 
he is a very sweet person so he immediately hinted that he would help us out with the instrument while buying it and even after buying it so we made a plan we went to the store together all six of us a senior and five other friends of mine we went to the store and unfortunately the guitar which he liked uh, had only one in stock so one guy got it and the other five of us didn't get we had to go it again we got the guitar again he came with us so we can just see how humble he is then uh, yeah so we started going to classes every weekend then never he was free so we would go to his home and we just we were just getting right about the basics and unfortunately he had to leave the school so my guitar was just lying on the corner in the corner and i only knew very few things in the guitar so i was just blank but i didn't want to leave cuz he left a mark like it is this felt like i need to do something with this cuz i love this apart from cricket cricket or something uh it's allowed a lot yeah. at, even now so yeah i, I uh, youtube was not a mandatory thing in every house that time not even wifi uh, i had to like go to my dad's shop or that office or you know uh any cybernet cafe to get the videos downloaded and then come back home look at them and practice and you know stuff like that so uh the first thing i wanted to do is i didn't want to do anything which is very common like you know learning chords or just leads and playing along for songs i yeah. i find that it's very very common thing that at least 3 out of 10 people do it right now so i wanted to do something different i was searching for something different and then i found that there's a style called finger style which is actually chords plus uh the bass plus the melody is this the entire uh song which is produced by a band is done by a single instrument by a single person the idea itself sounded so good and it it, it is a challenge it was a challenge and it is a bit complicated because you have to know everything and the timing is a key here if you miss something it's going to sound odd and i took that as a challenge so with the chords which he taught the basics uh i first found out andrew foy he's a well known singer style guitarist right now along with sangajan i didn't you know uh, learn i didn't want to watch 45 minutes video you know that's a big mistake i did which i realized soon later but i used to download his videos and you know this vlc media player has an option where you could slow down the video to yeah yeah so the downloaded videos were uh slowed down to somewhat around 0.25 so i could you know check out the each is every fingers changes in the position where he keeps so i i would just check that out and change my fingers according to that and slowly that also helped with my ear training because now i can find out any song just by listening to it so that was maybe a practice wow. which i did which i shouldn't have but yeah later on i uh, when i met people when i met other musicians they would talk in uh, music terminology if that's a thing and i wouldn't understand anything cuz all i did was watch a video watch the positions and just learn the chords according to it no scale nothing so then i cha- after a year or so i had to change the entire thing i had to go back to the beginning from the scratch and learn everything again 
the theory wise i mean practically it was fine theory wise i had to do stuff so this after a year after people's reaction from my sister from my family from my dad and mom they support i felt i could do something out of this so i didn't stop i did more and more of covers and started posting it on instagram my first video was posted on my sister's profile which was there's nothing holding me back by Sean Mendes it wasn't easy yeah. to play <laughs> it, it was challenging it took me a lot of time but uh after the video was uploaded i didn't care about the background i didn't care about <laughs> you know the dress i wore or how it looked yeah. <laughs> the only thing i cared about is the sound and did it it did get a good response that made me make my own account and then i started posting it i do post even now till now i have around i don't know 97 posts something and barely two or three posts of my own that is my picture or something but the other than yeah. that is this the videos so yeah after that i uh, that's how that's the entire journey that's how it started and it's going on right now and trying to explore more uh, not just to stick with guitar but the other instruments like other stringed instruments other non stringed instruments it's it's, it's good it's uh, it's fun to explore new things you know because i don't know yes. <laughs> you you get to learn it easily if you know an instrument the other instruments are tend to be a bit easier because if you you're strained and you just play a note let's say on a piano uh, on a keys uh you might have, you might be able to find out you know where the next note would be for this song it's much easier if you know one instrument the other it's it's just like coding you know like if you do know python the the syntax is the same so like c and c++ there are just few more things you need to learn but the basic and the syntax is almost similar that's not big difference it's just like that yeah. everything yeah so. Yeah, okay. like once your ear is tuned to know that things like when you play one note and the other note. So yeah, I guess it's it, it becomes a bit easier. But no, like going back to the start itself. I mean, firstly, you having such a good mentor and uh, him guiding you. First of all, English teacher bringing a guitar to his class is like the coolest thing. I can, like right now, I'm just thinking it's like so cool. <laughs> so, exactly, and yeah. because um, the problem was every year the class teacher changes. So okay. last seventh class teacher wasn't kind enough to us, and the summer vacation was just done. We were sitting in our class wondering who's gonna come and how how's he gonna be. And then he just comes with his guitar. We are like, okay, okay. I think here something will be. This class is gonna be good. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. yeah, it was very good. One beautiful year with him. Yeah. absolutely so i mean the host uh, starting itself I, i i mean i am in an off your journey I, i know you're my friend i already know all of this before <laughs> but still i mean i'm and i'm not faking this so it, it's like a genuine appreciation so the fact that initially you didn't know the uh, you know the notes and the details of the like reading music but still you were i guess your ear was tuned to the pitch and the sound and uh, the sound of every note and that's really interesting it was it, it is actually like i it, it, I, i wouldn't really uh, suggest anyone to do that because it's really annoying as later on in your life initially it's fine you find it like okay i don't need to learn all the theory and all why would i do that but then it is really helpful you have to know if you're like if you do want a career or if you're carrying your music 
in future, then you might need its help. Else, if you just want to jam along with your friends, I don't think it's important. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that that's uh, really an inspiring journey because uh, I remember even my class teachers were so annoying, and uh, the only time we used to hear music was in the music period. So, <laughs> yeah, that that's really good. So, yeah, but then like uh, listening to your story, it reminds me that you know, like Coldplay's Chris Martin, he couldn't read music either. So I mean, mm-hmm. to all the, I guess the people who are starting out. So I mean, it's not. Okay, no, I don't want to like discourage them again. Yeah, like I don't want to say like, hey, don't read music. It doesn't matter. It's not like that. I'm just saying that it, it's not necessary. If you got the skill and talent, then. Yeah. So yeah, coming to the topic today, uh, Shravan very experienced in this genre of in instrumental music. So yeah, so how has your journey been for that? Because I I assume that initially the response was not as uh good compared to normal music if uh, someone would have uh, published a song that has vocals so was there any issue like that it was and there were people saying that you know just instrument what kind of song is that is that even a song or something like that but the journey was quite different i don't think i didn't think back then i didn't have the confidence to go with my really powerful voice so uh i worked in i didn't yeah i worked in a company called ombre which was a app which connects musicians to uh it, it, it was formed during pandemic because so, people can't go outside yeah. ombre just gave a platform where they could showcase their talent so i was there i was working as a uh, in their front end uh, not the co- coding world front end but to hire artists and i i i called a lot of artists around more than 100 people and i talked to them their journey their uh things and stuff like that and then they were all talking about their original music even just if i go a bit backward i went to a competition my first ever competition offline competition it was held in bangalore and no one was with me so i was just alone there all scared because it was my first time when there were so many talented people all instrumentalists doing really great things and my turn was you know towards the end so you can just imagine how scary that would be because yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to like, sit and go through every single person and then be like okay why am i even here i should be this and then, yeah so uh, that time uh, there was a guy with me next to me right next to me uh, he he also had his guitar and then he his chance came he played the song he left he plays original song no one else did another guy did but only two people out of what 45 45 people and the competition was over but we expected uh, someone else to get the prize because he played great but he did a cover version not really his version not I maybe mean, not his song the the judges surprised us by gifting the guy who made the original music so that's when my club seniors music club seniors they said that your music is what will make an impression the cover might be good the cover might be really great but it's not really yours when when yeah. you do something of your own that's when you know you you basically start being creative and you bring 
out a lot of great things when you sit down and think how to do how to just make a good music out of so many notes and chords out there and then that was something that made me think but i didn't really go you know i didn't take an immediate action right after that i just left it out because pandemic started and i didn't have any competition or i didn't really work on my music as it was all family time and we were all just making bellona coffee and playing what <laughs> mom just and stuff like that so then i joined ombre and then i met many artists and then there was a point where i thought that okay i should be on the other side and not on the side where i should be calling artists someone has to call me and then that's when i felt that i have to leave ombre and need to focus on myself rather help other i mean i would love to help that's not yeah. the point <laughs> the yeah. point is that i wanted to be on the other side i wanted to do something of my own work on my own music so that's how i started working on even flow it was the music which i came up with for intense standard uh, yeah. there was some very very cliche and cringy 435 410 lines it was written i don't know it was or something but then when i look back i was just wondering why should, why did i even write it but on one good thing that came out of it that was the tune which i found, got it uh, back in 10 if you write something obviously when you try to read it you get a tune so that's how that came but then i left it i didn't work on it i never saw it back and when i uh, was thinking about making something of my own i thought okay i should try with the first ever tune i made maybe it would be like my people maybe it won't but it did it is close to my let's say heart yeah so i, I went ahead with ebin flu and everything was done by me when i mean everything it's basically the mixing mastering production recording distributing and stuff like that i had zero idea about that i know it could have been mastered or produced in a very much better way but i could have ha- asked for help but i didn't really have much knowledge about it and i like it when i do it something of my own even though if i don't really know it i want to learn and do something of my own and not really depend on others it could be a bad habit yes but it's fun to explore new things so i went ahead and then i sat down i made a list of distributors and compared each of them depending on the you know the plans and the time they take and what other features they give so I, uh it, it took me around one day it it was an annoying process but uh, the last result which i settled down to was cd baby and distrokit are really great and landa so if anyone wants to go ahead with distribution you could go with cd baby distrokit or landa any of these these they are really great so yeah the song release and i started marketing which is which is another really annoying process cuz you don't want to annoy others by you know just putting it out my music is coming my music is coming like you could do it once or twice okay agree but yeah. every 10 day like let's just say that my song is going to be released in 10 days so every 10 day i have to remind pro something is going to happen don't forget okay and then that yeah. felt obviously it was my first song and i was excited and i wanted to know if people would like it or not and a lot of things run behind your head it's a big move for me and then uh, that, that's when i realized that okay this could be really annoying for people i need to stop and then 
whenever try to market even the podcast or anything is this really scary like you don't really want to put that impression to the other people that okay this guy is here is going to probably going to promote a song or something not going to talk about so that's one thing that i learned uh, apart from the music i mean so when it went out i had an ask me anything session and that's when people started asking why is there no vocal and why is it instrumental so i had to like elaborately explain things that it's fine there are so many artists that do instrumental and not yeah. vocals and it's not uh, a new thing it's it's pretty old like you said it's wing start uh, it has been started way long and the song is not only a song when it has vocals the soul of this song is created by the instruments even when you listen to a song let's say you're listening to it on a headphones and if you don't feel the bass the song just feels blah happy that people do realize that if there's no bass the song is dead yeah that, that, that the instruments do play a bigger part and they don't really need to be or deserve to be ignored so it was out by january 20th and the response was really good it did help a lot yes so that's the story behind the first release ha huh. so yeah that, that's that's really a good story and uh, we really relate to the uh the marketing part because uh, it's it's really annoying to uh, just uh, get on people's head and just tell them that the song is really coming out and uh, yeah that's that's really annoying exactly yeah yeah i mean uh, and also like the part which you said that the original is much more i guess it's just better than a cover like i mean i wouldn't say better but like you get the point the what i mean to say is that when you put your own efforts and it's your own creation then the passion of the music and everything just get they like get it translates better in your own original than a cover for and like that's just more special yeah it just makes you a better musician you know yeah absolutely okay. so so you have come up with two originals till now so the first original and both are instrumental by the way for the listeners so the what uh, so one of the question that arises is that what is the difference I, like in the learnings what you have uh, come across after the first in original and the second one okay non musically the, the like like i said about the marketing that was one mistake i did and secondly uh, the distribution which again the problem is you have to like really you have to give the release date as early as possible and not like just before a week or two weeks so that's another thing i learned because the distribution services need a lot of time to release your tracks to 150 plus platforms and spotify has this feature called playlist submissions from your second original so like you can submit your song to their playlist and you might be selected and if you are selected you will you'll be uh, uh notified but the problem is again you have to release it i mean send it to them before like 4 weeks which again i didn't so that was one mistake i did which could have helped me uh, in a better way but that was another mistake and another learning and the third thing is again the mixing mastering production basically the service services after recording 
so these were my learnings and musically there was not much uh i would say i learned in between two of these songs cuz i don't know i i i just wanted to do something new something a bit different from ebenflow so that's when i tried to listen to new artists and the song called mystery of love and uh, come through by jame uh, zakar both of the songs some somewhere yeah. inspired me to come up with delaira and yeah that was the process for delaira yeah. so it's, it's like pretty cool man i mean i'm just like i don't know here so uh, yeah it's it's completely like the whole thing is about instrumental music is so interesting and i mean like every note which you listen to uh even if it's a guitar or kalimba or a ukulele or anything uh, it's just it, i know soothing i feel at least like instrumental music has the characteristics of a soothing happy and lovely music for me for me it is helpful like uh, to listen uh, li- when i l- try to listen to a song i need to have specific mood or situation but then when i playing my guitar or any instrument i don't really need a mood for them instruments have helped me in a lot of ways not just musically but even when my taste not so good or bass actually very good yeah i mean me and prana we we talked in a previous episode of how music really you know changes your day and it has the power of like lightening you up if you have a sad day or something like that. so I mean, we relate with everything. What you are saying till now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to ask Ravan is that you really have uh, the interesting names to your to your both pieces. So, how did you come up with your names? Because uh, we really like them. <laughs> I had zero part in naming my pieces. Uh, it's actually my friend Keetana, my co-host of uh, the podcast, Didi Castro. Uh, she gives me a set of names like around five or ten. and i find the names which are really not you know known or not really used i don't know i, I just like using different names at least I, that the first time when i tried to use a different name was because at least people might come to me to ask what is the meaning even if they don't really like instrumental then uh, it just changed and delilah is actually a cute name i guess at least for me i found yeah, that yeah. <laughs> interesting and you and it really went with the song and the vibe so i just went ahead with it now with my future releases i ask tejas's opinion <laughs> yes we have so basically you have like one more person to blame if people don't like it <laughs> you're just like oh, what was this dumb ass name <laughs> like tejas gave it tejas through tejas only told me he only said this was yeah. the song <laughs> <laughs> So yeah so what artists are, have you been listening to nowadays and like what artists were you listening back when Eben Flo came and then when Delaira came i guess you you named a few for Delaira with Jeremy Sucker and everyone so what what is the current obsession um, I had I had a lot of people is this uh, this is guy Yurema I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name rightly but Yurema is another instrumentalist who is really great his songs are so soothing and beautiful like uh, you have to check river flows in you and kiss the rain both are by him and both are instrumental 
when you listen to it you'll know the value of you know this the instrumental songs they're so good too good to be a song like it's really good you should just take it out and then there's uh, like i said andrew foyt he was yeah andrew foyt doesn't have any single i mean he has a single but it's not instrumental he does cover versions of many songs many famous popular songs of different languages and genres so he's the one who actually inspired me and still inspires me cuz his style has you know the uh, arrangements he makes for songs is just beautiful sometimes i do check out his cover versions and then make my own cuz that helps a little uh, it makes the thing oh okay we we could do that too and not just going by simple version so sometimes i go with mine or sometimes i check out his versions and then take a bit from it and make it uh, of my own and, and then upload and then the singer jung again he's also another famous guitarist i mean he is literally if you search on google uh, about the top singer style guitarists his name will pop up there along with andrew foy they are really great they've been doing this for i don't know when maybe 10 years or something or more than oh. that and they have a lot of listeners in fact andrew foy has a spotify profile just for his cover versions cuz people are like crazy mad about his covers so that he is my inspiration at I, i mean i could name people from back 90s and 80s and all but someone from our age he's literally what yeah i guess 19 or 20 he's is almost our age and he has been doing a really great job he has like a proper room with you know some four to five guitars i don't know if it's four to five or more than that but whenever i check out his video i, I find new guitar and then the uh, uh dedication he has the clarity of the video his sister has been his support and now she has also joined along for his cover versions basically singing so they have been uh, cooler siblings i could also relate a bit cuz i also have a sibling who supports me a hell lot she is the one who got me my guitar and then she got my second guitar she helped me with my classes and my birthday presents are all always special cuz even the cake is shaved you know uh shaved as a guitar or yeah so she helps a lot in the basically whenever i really need some help cuz you can't really go to your dad and be like me ko ye chahiye that's when you need someone to be like okay come on get it for him or i'll get and then yeah basically the sister helps out a lot even now i need sometimes sometimes i need a, a help and she designed my room which really looks cool yeah so she has been a lot support so i mean she actually sacrificed the bigger room uh when the house was constructed she gave it to me and so yeah she's uh, a big she plays a big part whenever i do get to achieve something absolutely i mean that's just hard woman yeah and that's it's really also important to have a person who constantly supports you when you're down and it's it's really lucky <laughs> To, to help you there are a lot of people i mean tejas is itself there i i rant him almost at least thrice a week <laughs> so yeah friends families and sister everyone has like 
helped a lot uh, till now and obviously they will help me in the future as well it's been really great and i'm thankful and grateful for all of them yeah wow nice so that's the story of shravan the reason we called him here is because he is an upcoming artist who has acclaimed a lot of fame and uh, that too in the genre of instrumental music which he would be the best person to tell you what is happening currently uh, in this uh, musical domain because he has just come out in the scene and especially because his genre is so unique everyone listens to uh, music that has lyrics in it and obviously there are instruments and everything but then just instrument that to acoustic is a very unique thing which we came across and uh, yeah his claim to fame has been uh, huge so firstly we are honored that he has featured in our podcast so yeah so that concludes our episode for a journey through art featuring instrumental music and featuring shravan so as uh, we said we'll link all of shravan's links on in our description so please check it out and yeah it's it's been lovely to talk to you shravan so thank you for your time Thank you so much for having me, man, and all the yeah. kind words. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, so thank you guys. Thanks for listening, and catch you guys in the next one. The fresh.